Welcome to Orpening Me. This is Saratova Best. So we are continuing with a theme from Gimel Thomas of blossoming of your talents at lightning, in lightning speed. Um, and that has everything to do with, we were speaking about the idea that when you think about your Parnassa, when you think about what you're going to get, what you need to live your life, we have, I guess, you know, everybody knows the famous, do you want to thrive or do you want to, do you want to survive or do you want to thrive? So you could say that we divide life into two categories. Basic survival, I need to eat, drink, etc. I need a roof over my head, I need all of those. And then there's the blossoming. You know, I just need basic food. Make sure I just stay in one piece. And then there's, there's the luxury food. Then there's what I need to blossom, not just stick around, but to blossom. So, um, and that's why we started to speak yesterday about the idea of Kabbalah's oh, something that um, higher than Tam something that when we do our Avaidah, it has to be something higher than we understand. Why? Because if you're starting from inside the problem, how far are you going to get? You have to be working with a vision from outside of the problem. That means picturing something much bigger than what you think you can have and also much faster than you think you can have it. And how does that come to us when we do that same kind of a vaida in a way of, you know, we go beyond our limitations, it will pull something down beyond our limitations. And that's why we actually mentioned yesterday that we have the Haira of the of Parach Mata Aaron. That first we start with Kabbalah We start with we start with knowing this is what I need to do to connect myself to my source. Plug in. Plug into my source. Once I plug into my source Plugging in means, you know, a plug isn't very elegant looking. A plug is just, if if you look at the energy of a plug, a plug looks empty. It looks like it's looking for something. It's looking for a socket to plug into. Otherwise, it has nothing much to do. So this plug knows that I am here to be connected to a source. Otherwise, kind of useless. You know, you go to the hardware store and you look at the, the extension cords. It's just, it's just not an interesting aisle, aisle full of extension cords. It's not creative. It's not this. It's, not, it's just you need it, you need it, you need it. You, know, you could forget it in five seconds. But when these extension cords are plugged into something and something's happening, that can often be a huge wow. So first, so for us it means how we do that. We start with Kabbalah Sol and above any limitations, and then our kaychas, our inner kaychas, can start to blossom. And and as we said yesterday, um, and it will bring fruit. And as we said yesterday, that our whole nature can then be transformed into one of Jesus. Since we are in a time when technologically everything is happening at lightning speed, 
we can tune into that lightning speed too, to our advantage. It's frustrating that things are moving at lightning speed and they're not, um, they're not things we want. When you think about it, the world is moving really fast. Especially older people don't like that. They don't like that. Why not? Because it's out of our control. Okay. What could be good about the fact that the world is moving really fast? It's something. What could be good about it is something that we don't take advantage of. We actually don't say, oh, this is really amazing. The world is moving at lightning speed. I'm going to give you an example. Someone I know bought a, a, a home, a summer home. The neighbors behind them played loud rock and roll music, right? And they were very concerned, and they thought, well, maybe I shouldn't buy it. I don't want loud rock and loud Jamaican music behind me. So they spoke to a friend, and the friend said, considering the way the neighborhood is going and who's buying houses in the neighborhood, faster than you can imagine, that place behind you will be bought up by the kind of person you wants to live next to that doesn't play rock and roll music because those are the kind of people who are moving into the neighborhood. But the point was they said, faster than you you would believe, this will be bought up and the neighborhood will be transformed. Faster than you believe. Faster than you would imagine. That's what they said. Faster than you would imagine. Now, so here's an example of the world is moving at lightning speed. Nature is, things are changing at lightning speed. We find it very frightening. Let's use it to our advantage. Let's decide that all the things that we need will come to us faster than lightning speed. Why should the, why should this reason, this very quick, this quickness, why should it be, why should it be, have been sent into the world to work against us, God forbid? Why can't it have been sent into the world to work for us? That is the point of Parachmat Aram. That's the point of the staff of Aaron blossomed, but quickly, overnight, as so to speak. Like, I mean, it wasn't lightning speed. I mean, it was overnight instead of 21 days. That's not lightning speed, but we're talking about quick speed, zrizus. I just I need to find a, a word instead of zrizus. The idea of zrizus, zrizus of Kedusha, is embedded in this stick of Aaron. Zrizus of Kedusha means the world moves quickly for me, not against me. Not I can't cope because it's moving too fast. But for me. If the whole world is created for me, then the quickness of Kedusha means it's for me. I can use this quick this principle of quickness for my to my advantage. I'm going to build a base Chabad. It's going to happen faster than I can imagine. Why not? That's what it was. That's what the Zerizus of Kedusha was created for. And it's all embedded in that stick, which is sitting under the base of Megdush, hidden away with all the Kalim, and we will find it in Yemais Mashiach. But it's there, and it is creating that, it is activating that Zerizus, that lightning speed of Kedusha, every single moment, even before we see it. It's there activating it. So, and, and of course, that stick proves something. It's, it's, it's an indicate, it's not only indication of something, it embodies something. 
it embodies the fact that the kahuna is permanently embedded in our inner And since, as we, we've been saying, the Rambam says, Lashev is lazy bilvad, Elakol ish asher ish asher nidvayruchai, in Yemaitha Mashiach, Everybody can be on the level of Kohanim and Kohanim Gedalim, and it won't only be Shevet Levi. Anybody who wants to be on that level of Kohen, Kohen Gadol can be. So this stick of Aaron is saying that this position of Kahuna, holiness, separateness, everything that it implies, belongs to us by our very nature. So, in other words, if you are a Kayin, you're set aside, Shevet Levi. You don't really have to do all that work. Everybody else is working, plowing, tilling, they're shopping, they're cleaning, they're building, they're this. You sit and learn, and it gets done. That's what Shevet Levi did. They did not go to work. I don't want to say that too loud, because we have enough people in the U.S. that don't feel like going to work. But they did not. Shevet Levi did not go to work, and Shevet Levi when we were enslaved in the Mitzrayim, they were not. They always remain above the enslavement to the rat race. They weren't part of the rat race in the Mitzrayim. They weren't part of the rat race anywhere. They stay outside of the rat race. They are connecting themselves to Tyrus, to truth. They do stuff, but they aren't enslaved by it. So that means, you know, the nine-to-five grind and all that other stuff, they always have remained outside of it. They don't have to, they are not pulled into that vortex. That's their nature. The stick, the shape, the mata'aran is the proof that that's the case and that has been given to them forever. So that means that for in Yemais Mashiach, that will be given to us forever. We won't have to struggle for what we need. We will struggle and toil in Torah. And the other stuff will be taken care of. What does that mean? So not everybody sits, sits, feels like sitting and learning all day. But plumbing the depths of truth, each one in the way that appeals to them, being able to understand life in a deeper and a deeper way. People want to do stuff. They'll be able to, not like, you know, you get up, you say, well, I think I'd like to build a nice wooden table. Say, no, 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 this is the Amish Mashiach. You're not allowed to build tables. It's not going to be like that, obviously. If you like to build tables, you'll, you'll build tables. But you won't have to build a table. If you need a table, you're going like, oh, my goodness. Where am I going to get the materials? Who's going to schlep it off the, out of the car? I'll never fit it in the car. Even to get it on that, that, that truck, that cart in Home Depot and get into my car so much work. That stuff will be gone. Why shouldn't you build I mean I'm not a big expert in you might but why can't why can't you build table? So this stick, this staff of Aaron is the proof that our status of, of the, the pursuers of truth is embedded in us forever. And it's all connected to quickness. That means all of the things that we need and want can come to us in a way of very quick, of, of, of reasons to tradition. And as, and, and it says, That means, Hashem will bench you in everything you do. Zamshacha, Parnasa, is done 
through something natural. The and the um, blossoming of almonds you that comes through you know your parnasa. It usually comes through you work and at the same time you believe. You trust Hashem, and at the same time, you do the stuff that Hashem says to do. So, and that becomes, by trusting Hashem, that becomes the keli to receive the brachas of Hashem for Parnas in, in, in a, um, a, a miraculous way. But such a miracle that is achieved in Teva of the world, that we see that the nature of the world and the, and the, and the nations themselves help us and especially in recent generations. Okay, so we want to end off with what we started yesterday. The idea of, because we're coming to Yud Beis Tamus, Yafutsu Mainasechachutsu. Why are we thinking about it now? Because the, the Rebbe Rayat said, Tafresh Pesai in 1927, the I was not the only one who was redeemed. Then who? Everybody who loves Tyra, everybody who loves Mrs., everybody who knows nothing, feels nothing, feels disconnected, but is called by the name Jew. This Geula that's, on, that's coming up, it's all about what? A Geula from an imprisonment. Who was imprisoned? The Rebbe Rayat. That's it? No, Tyra's impri- Tyra was imprisoned as well. And when the Rebbe Rayat came out of prison, the Tyra came out of prison with him. Tyra was in a relative imprisonment. These and these many people learn it. Talking about 1927. Nobody's running around doing this claim. These and these peop- many people learn it. And um, it needs to come out of that limitation. So, the idea of Yafutza minus Echachutza, spreading out the wellsprings of Tyra, that is... And we were saying yesterday we're in the fourth month, and the letter Dalit, the 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 letter Dalit um, has three pieces to it. It has a roof, it has a leg, it has a dot connecting the two. So the dot denotes Yafutsu, the bittel. You're going to spread out. You have a job. You're going to spread. What are you going to spread? We don't know yet where you're going to spread it to. But you have a mandate in a way of bittle. You know, you're totally focused on this mandate. Boom. The foods is spread out. That's denoted by that thought in the Dalit. Minosecha, what are you going to spread out? Your wellsprings. That is the line in the Dalit above, the flat line above. And then where are you going to send all of the this wellsprings to? You're determined to do it. You're dedicated to doing it. And you're dedicated to spreading what? The wellspring. How far? All the way down. How do you know that? Look at the leg of the Dalit. All the way down. Boom. All the way down. And so we have to know that we have to stand in a situation of Yafutza um, we have to stand in a way of Yafutza Maynusecha There's a story about a chassid that went in um, some place in a street in Russia and he wasn't thinking about the limitations of nature. Like a regular true chassid. 
And that was a very not a very dangerous time. And police stopped him and asked, who's going there? And he was thinking about Ein Rod Novade the whole time. He said, who goes there? So he said, Bittel Idiot, Bittel goes here. He answered that by him, and he really felt it, that his whole Matthias is Bittel. And so if they ask who's going, he's saying, Bittel, who's walking here? He said, Bittel is walking here. That's what he felt. That's what he thought. Besides this, that he answered in Russian, because his Bittel was brought all the way down into the language of the country, into the nature of Russia. So that the Azlas Likras Halach Benimusi, wherever you are, embed yourself in that place and permeate it. So the Teva and the language of the place, what do you feel? Bittel Idiot. Bittel is walking there. So now, we have a question. Other people ask. So if I'm doing my Avaida fully and I reach a level in which my existence is Yafutu. I am here to spread the truth of 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 Okay? That becomes my whole existence. It's not only an activity, but it's my whole existence. In other words, we know that our whole existence needs to be Yafutu, an existence that spreads godliness higher higher than any limitations. Um, Yafutu without any limitations but before a person is even told what he has to spread and where he has to spread it he needs to know that as soon as he step, stands uh, gets up in the morning he is a Matthias of Yafutu he is in existence of Yafutu of Maida Ani Lefanecha I was created I I was created to serve my, my maker. That doesn't mean there's a you and that does Yafutu. It means your whole, your whole existence is that. So again, so to repeat, what, so here's the question that people ask. What if I do my Avaita fully and um, I reach a level that I am Yafutsu, I am Bittel, I am full Bittel, right? In other words, that Chassid was walking, and they, he was so in a mode of Bittel that when they asked him, who goes there? He said, Bittel goes here. So what if a person reaches that level? And, and, and the fact is, though, we are the minority in the world. We don't mean Bittel people, we mean the Jewish people. And the world, and people ask, so you're in total bittle, but you're surrounded by um, a lot of wolves. We're one little sheep surrounded by 70 wolves. Or to say it in a different way, what will the world and what will the nations of the world say when a Yid does his Avaita Yafutu Menesechachuta? You are, you feel your existence is just spread the wellsprings of Yiddishkeit. What's the world, how's the world going to react to you? And also the idea of hastening the gula. So the world's not going to understand that. That's what people say. It's a nice, very high avida, but 
people say you have to deal with the world? And the answer is that the world is already ready. Farsic, ready. When a yid will do his avayda properly in a way of higher than limitation because we have that ability from the stick, the staff of Aaron. Together with this, that when we put this into the vessels of nature, in other words, when you do it and embed it in normal life, you will see that the world, the nature of the world, and the nations will help us in our avayda. Even once upon a time, when there were a lot of hindrances, the Seder by a chassid was, the situation was, bittel, bittel idiot. And how much more so now, when we don't have so many things in the world that hold us back. And that country that used to hold us back, Russia, it stopped. It's here to help us. And in the world, we see the miracles, the nisim and flood that happened, and that happened at that time. And therefore, we know that the time has come that we that there has to be something above limitation. So we understand now we are fully in a mode of above limitation. Especially now we're in Shnas Tlaserenu. Definitely we see that things are way above limitation. It just doesn't feel like it's on our side. But we have experienced many Nisim and Nislas of the Gula Shlema. And so it is permeating the nature of the world. That the world is there to assist in the blossoming of the Geula. Just like the stick of iron, blossoming. And that blossoming of the stick affected its nature. That it should be done in a natural way. And so, that's the way it was when we came out of Mitzrayim. Of course, when we came out, besides all of the miracles, we emptied out Mitzrayim. We took all of the sparks out. We took all the goodies, the gold and silver out. Because the gold and silver that was brought to Mitzrayim was all was sent there for the purpose of the Mishkan and the Beis Amigdash. Nobody knew that at the time. When all the countries in the world had a famine and the only food that existed was in Egypt at the time of Yosef Sadiq, and they all brought their money and bought food from Egypt because Yosef Sadiq stored it properly and had the wisdom. And all the nations in the world, in the civilized world at that point, brought all their money, paid all the, everything they had to get food. So all the money was funneled into Mitzrayim. And that, all that gold and silver was really created for the base of Mitzvah. So first it was all funneled down into one, one place, together with us. We were there in Mitzrayim, the gold and silver was brought to Mitzrayim. We were enslaved for 200 years, boot camp. And when it was time to leave, we were told by Hashem, take all the gold and silver out, because you're going to need it. We didn't know why. When it came time to build the Mishkan and then the base of Mitzvah, then we understood why. So that same process will and is happening now. In such a way that even though there, there, it happened when we, when we emptied out Mitzrayim, it happened in a miraculous way. But at the same time, 
the, the Egyptians themselves, they ran after us and said, you need to take this gold and silver. The world comes to a point where it says, the sparks belong to you, the, spark, the sparks belong to the base of English, take them. If you're going to use this for the base of English, you should have it. And how much more so in the Gula Mitzvah when we'll have Neflos, even relative to the Neflos at Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. Um, it will be in a way that the world, nature, will help. And so our lesson, what the Negei what should we be doing? We're between Gimel Tamas and Yud Beis, Gimel Tamas. And every single year it's elevated, it's higher. And every single year is there Every single year, therefore, we need to match that by adding an in a way of zrizus quickly with the, with the knowledge that the world will help us in that avayda. And especially the time of summer when kids, children go to summer camp, we need to make an, an effort to make sure that all Jewish children go to a summer camp uh, or a camp, or a summer camp, that's based on Chinuch Kasher and Tarek HaKadosh. And those that are involved with being Mechanech's children should see to use out the time of the summer fully in a way of Zerizah, using out every single free moment to add, make sure that the children are adding in all in Yonim of Yiddishkeit with Lebedekite and Freilachite. And I guess since we are also kids, big kids, that means us. Every moment of the summer to be used out for a, an, um, an in, increased connection to Yiddish, to, to Tyrannus, to the truth. There are those who say Pirkeiavis during the summer, and here is a place to say about um, that, this particular Shabbos was the tenth time of saying Pirkeiavis in that year, and um, learn one Mishnah of Pirkeiavis every week. Deeply, and also the last thing to be ma'ar everybody about the good minhag. In many places, to chazer a maimer chasidis on Shabbos after mincha. He hmm. that it should be in a way of chukas, as we're learning that it should take it should take in the shaynim. What is chukas? Engraved. Chukachakasi. Sakika, engraved. All of this, this whole new way of being, of, of believing that the world is here on lightning speed for me, not against me. This needs to be in a way of chukas. I need to have so engraved in my being that the world is here to assist me at lightning speed that it's very basic so that it creates an entire change in me becomes in, installed, engraved in me. So that if I think, oh no, oh boy, I forgot to buy zucchini at the store, I could have it. And I think, wait a minute, if I need it, I can have it in a split second. How? I have to figure out how? Why do I have to figure out how? I can take a few steps to do it. But we want to get rid of what most of us are used to, the idea that, oh, no, I forgot to buy zucchini and I need it now or, you know, for the, the recipe that I'm making, what am I going to do? Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. 
We're used to that idea that the world fights us. I have to make that recipe now. And I forgot to buy the zucchini. And she left to the store. And it's gone. And then I come and, and all that. I, another problem and another. We're used to that. Every minute of the day, another problem and another problem, another problem. That's what we're used to. The world is fighting us. The other have to say, no, 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 no. The stick of iron is telling us. The world is there not just to help us survive, but to thrive, to blossom. Because we're Kohanim Gedaiden. We're the ones that learn and depth, plumb the depths of truth. And the world then works for us. We do that. They do that. Some, they need, zucchini needs to be delivered to my door. My kitchen. And quickly. That seems to now, according to Tara, be the truth. What I, what we want to do is engrave that truth in ourselves so much that it becomes automatic to think that way. Not, oh yeah, I heard it a sheer, wait, what'd she say? To look at my notes, she said something about quick. We don't want to do that. We don't want to have to look into a notebook and listen to the tape and, and, and all that stuff. We want it engraved in our very being. That the world is here to assist us quickly. It's here to assist us in blossoming. It's here to assist us in, in, in blossoming our kaisas and our talents. In the blossoming, blossoming of our ability to, to plumb the depths of truth while the world comes to our assistance to give us what we need. Tagashmi, physically. That is something we want to have installed, engraved, automatic, knee-jerk reaction to replace the old. The old knee-jerk reaction was, I can't have what I need. It's such a problem. Whatever I need, everything is a problem. And it's engraved in us. Everything is a problem. It's totally engraved in us. We have a chemical addition to it. Generations and generations of having that reality engraved in us. Now we need to erase and replace that reality and not only erase, but um, whatever was carved into us. You know, what do you think? The world is waiting for you to give you what you need? The world, nobody's sitting here waiting. This is what we were all taught. You think the world is sitting here waiting to give you what you need? The, the world is not sitting here waiting to give you what you need. Life is hard, and the world isn't looking here to, 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 to coddle you and, 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 and grow up and face the facts, and life isn't easy, and you have to work hard for every single thing, etc., etc. All that stuff was engraved in us, and now it needs to be replaced by a new engraving of a new truth. Stick of iron. You're Kohanim Gedalim. You need to plumb the depths of truth. The world is there to come to your assistance in whatever you need. To en- enable you to, to, to lead the world with more truth. And therefore, when you need something, we need to engrave within ourselves. It can come to me at lightning speed. Because I have crisis that can blossom at lightning speed that sync up with that reality. So when I step into that place in myself 
above limitations that is that is that deeper place when I step into that place with my in myself that that's the place that's the place at which I know and believe that all of this is happening at lightning speed that's the place in myself the maidaani in myself the yafusa part of myself the maidaani in myself that part in me does not struggle with the old addiction to oh it's so hard it's so hard it's never going to work that part of me does not that part of me knows the truth that part of me has engraved in in it the world is here to assist me in, in building the base of Mezish. Just like when we left Mitzrayim, the world came to our assistance and said, the world came to our assistance and said, take all the gold and silver. You left some behind. You're going to need it for the base of Mezish. Don't forget it. Don't leave it behind. We're running after you to make sure you have the rest. We're, we're, running, we're running after you we're running after you that you should have it. Make sure you have it. Make sure you take it. That is the tafkid of the world. That is the whole purpose of the world today. They want to assist us. They are the Mitzrin. They are the Mitzrin. They want to assist us. And therefore, what do we need to do? Believe it. Because that's the reality. And engrave it in ourselves so that whenever we have any kind of a problem, it becomes, it's engraved in us, it becomes our knee-jerk reaction. So Yehiratan, as as the Rebbe says, this should bring the Gula Mitzvah Vashlema, the tenth cow that Melech Mashiach will bring um, with our old, our young, our sons, our daughters, we will go all Yidin, there is a Kaddish, Yerushalayim, there is a Kaddish, and as we said, take of me, Admanish.